Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now. What the f*** are you doing here? Is that blood on the mirror? I shed a cup 
the shadows leave the morning You hear the warning Middle finger to the world And you keep it going 101.5 UMFM, this is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Elves, and kicking things off for us tonight, Marie is with Squillette, featuring Backwash, a new single uh, out of Quebec, a francophone artist who is uh, kind of dabbling in uh, the horror core that Backwash has already set the standard for uh, with that Polaris Prize-nominated record. Um, kind of playing that as a, a bit of a kickoff, A, because it landed in my inbox, but B, because... Uh, Horrorcore kind of made me think of the, the uh, guest we're going to be talking to. Uh, they describe their music as dark pop hip hop. Uh, and while those two are not synonymous, uh, there's like kind of a simpatico idea of playing at the outer reaches of what we think about as hip hop. Uh, so we're going to be talking to Kansas City duo, the Black Creatures. We played some of their stuff a few weeks back. Uh, I talked to Jaden Xavier from the group yesterday about their new album, Wild Echoes. Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to hear from Falcon and a new single called Make America Whole Again. Uh, coming up after the Black Creatures, uh, we got some new stuff from the No Twist featuring Ben Lamar Gay, a new Denzel Curry song, and a single from Freestyle Fellowship and Abstract Rude. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM. In blue, love to go pew pew insecurities with guns. And I can't really rest until we all are free. If all is where you're at, then you'd be next to me. I'ma build a bridge like I said I would. And I don't need no cosign to stand up for good. I grew up in the hood, and yet I'll never know what it's like to be a black man in America. Liberty and justice in pursuit of it all But all don't really matter till you're feeling involved Is that all a constitution formed by men of bravery? But know what else built up this country? <laughs> Make America whole again Make America bleed On the road with the flow again Hey America, peace Make America grow again In American streets New face in my home Ahem. Make America me Fuck that, did the flat back. I don't even really wanna know about where you had that. You 
you've been telling me to leave Do you see the irony y'all from? Families are immigrated to be free Who, what, when, where, when, why? Sit down, shut up, it's time Okay, you mad, that's fine Call me from five to nine Red, white, and blue is mine Guess what, you don't get to decide History's on our side Silence, I can't oblige All right. Well, the Black Creatures Wild Echoes dropped a little while ago. We played some tracks here on the show right when it came out, uh, right when it landed in our hands. But I'm excited to have Jade and Xavier from the group on Zoom to join me. How's it going? Going good. Thank you so much. So uh, I, want, I want to back the train up a little bit because I, uh, I was reading a review uh, of, of the record and it talked a little bit about your your own sort of personal musical histories uh said xavier that you were a violinist in the past and jade that you had studied opera and obviously uh this is not an opera nor a classical uh ensemble album so i kind of want to know how you ended up making the kind of music you're making coming out of your personal experiences when you were younger for me i guess it was out of <laughs> everything I do usually ends up happening because it's something that needs to be done. So like I ended up producing um, while I was in high school in the high school orchestra, I ended up producing because I needed music for games that I was trying to program. I was trying to be a game programmer. And I was like, well, I, other than art, I need like music in the game for ambiance, for environment. And so I, I started pro uh, producing just to make beats or sounds, I guess, for games. Uh, but around that same time Skrillex was getting popular and so like I was just using my background in orchestra to make game music but then I was like influenced heavily by how uh, dubstep had gotten into the pop scene and I was like oh that's cool and so I tried to emulate that sound and the more I delved into uh, producing more intricate or complex at the time for me at least um, sound design I find myself more and more interested in um, that aspect of musicology <laughs> uh, and then until you know now and now I'm just producing uh, and DJing like pretty regularly though I still like classical like a lot uh, I play my violin here and there I just I'm used to performing in an orchestra so it's weird playing by myself Jade yeah I mean um, I feel like a lot of our style has to do with the resources we had when um, when the Black Creatures was sort of starting to form. Um, because, I don't know, we, like, Xavier and I both play different instruments. He plays like a million, I, I play bass, but, uh, and a little bit of piano, but um, at the time, I didn't have any other instruments. I was, uh, I was like, honestly, I was trying to graduate high school and I didn't even have like a safe place is to sleep and so there was a lot of factors that went into like okay well I have my voice so I guess that's just sort of how it ended up it's like um I had my voice Xavier had um you had some program installed at the time and uh we just yeah we just became friends at like the, the right conditions were met it's like evolution <laughs> the right conditions were met and uh we ended up doing this which even now I mean like people people have trouble trying to put us into one genre or another. Um, 
and I think, again, that just has very much to do with the fact that, uh, you know, it's kind of, that's kind of what we had. And so now as we get some more resources and we, we explore and do some different things, we're continuing to uh, need to make it more difficult for people to put us in any like genre box. Well, speaking of that, on your, on your band camp, you describe yourself as dark pop hip hop. And I mean, do you feel that kind of succinctly tags what you're at or, or was it just kind of because we, there's no like genre tags on Bandcamp that exactly fit. We're just going to kind of pin this as uh, somewhat indicative of what you're going to get when you hit play on wild echoes. Well, yeah, it was kind of, um, so like, I don't know, with any, with any band, it feels a lot like, like the fans know what's, uh, they know what's good basically. And so like one time we heard someone say we were dark pop and hip hop and we were like, like oh, that kind of sounds like what we are. <laughs> Cause we weren't even really thinking about genres. It was just like, yeah, as we started to release music, it was more and more important. Oh yeah, well you gotta, you gotta put yourself in this box or that, but you gotta check these ones off and so on and so forth. What do you think, Xavier? Um, I mean, like anybody who does art in any capacity kind of sees like genre or medium or anything like that is just like uh, a, a facet of challenge or uh, something to make it easier to for audiences to digest. Um, so like for us, it's really not like it doesn't feel like any type of limitation or anything that would give us a, give us a label and like dark pop itself just describes like the term pop is just short for popular music. Uh, but at the same time, our con the context by which we uh, try to emulate popular music styles is not, you know, happy or uh, necessarily positive. Like it, it explores a lot of, um, I, I would say, I guess negative experiences and negative feelings. And so dark pop just kind of makes sense in the most literal descriptive way, but it's really not like, the songs are a lot, all kinds of things. There's elements from all kinds of stuff. The, uh, the Grey Rainbird or starts with an operatic orchestra and then goes into uh, an electro pop song, kind of, kind of. Like, it's hard to really nail it down because, I mean, like, music is such a diverse thing full of so many variables already. It's like, the fact that we have names for things is, is, is incredible already. <laughs> Right. I saw that you guys did a socially distanced performance with a couple of uh, jazz performers recently. And I mean, the fact that, you know, dark pop hip hop doesn't necessarily hint at what you do. The fact that you can collaborate with these jazz musicians for what seems kind of improvisatory or at least kind of like really spontaneous creation uh, maybe suggests you're cool with it, not having like a real fixed, north star for what your music is uh and for the most part if we if you see any of our music like tag with genre it's just so it's easier for people to find it somewhere for for their sake but i mean like just searching the black country should be enough there's nobody else with that band band name turns out we checked we did check <laughs> yeah. did you, when you were kind of coming up with possible names you were like let's like figure out if the urls are all taken so weird we definitely did google hella just to make sure and like it was surprising that those three words the black creatures in that order were not taken by anyone else 
So how did the two of you land on that as a, as a group name? <laughs> kind of like the genre thing, like the dark pop thing. Cause, uh, so Xavier at the time, Xavier was like, um, you know, why don't we go with like, you know, this will be a unique name. Xavier says, uh, which I'm like, I have a terrible accent. I'm so sorry. But, uh, <laughs> you studied but, uh, German, so that's cool. Exactly. I studied German. Thank you um, for acknowledging. That. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we um, we said, you know, what if uh, I don't I don't like that. I said, like, I don't I don't actually speak French, so I don't I don't know about that one. And he was like, well, um, what about just in English, the black creatures? And I was like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And so, like, our first show came up, a little basement show. We've got a big DIY community in Kansas City. And we did a little basement show. And, um, I mean, it was so much fun. It was awesome. But, like, beforehand, they were like, okay, well, what do we call you? And Xavier looked at me. And I looked at Xavier. And I was like, sure, let's go. <laughs> but, like, as we continued to create because this was when we had like maybe three or four songs on SoundCloud and um no like two or three and after we created a little bit more we sort of fell into it and I was like okay well this is spooky enough to apply to some of the content um because from Jump I mean we were yeah we were we were definitely telling interdimensional spooky little stories from the beginning of the Black Creatures and so Things just started to make more sense, kind of. We we're like, okay, I guess the black creatures does work. So, in terms of telling interdimensional, oh, sorry, Xavier, what's that? Oh, sorry, I was just saying, you kind of fall into a name when you pick it, and then you start kind of filling that space. Yeah, it's it's so weird. It kind of becomes more of like it's like putting on a shirt that's too big, and you just start like fitting it suddenly, and you're like, oh, that's weird. Uh, Jade mentioned like writing started like interdimensional spooky songs and stuff like that, but that not all of your material, like a lot of your material is very personal <clears throat> and not like, you know, like gothic horror or like sci-fi and, and like what would have been called like genre literature. Uh, is there ever like a purposeful or like kind of conscientious songwriting? Like I'm going to write a type of track like this or that addresses that, or is it just kind of like, throwing a bunch of things out and then kind of sifting through and figuring out, oh, this is this, and this song is about that. Near the, near the end of the writing process for Wild Echoes, I definitely recall like making, like we were writing stuff and we were like very much more direct about what we were trying to do. Like that was just near the end. And I think it was just because we were like, we wanted to release at a certain time and we were like concerned. We're like, we gotta, we don't have the time to just like experiment the way we normally do. We got to write this song like this kind of stuff. And I think past that time, we kind of just started being more intentional about like what we want to write about. Cause before some of some, a lot of the songs were like brute force method where we would just like write a bunch of stuff and be like, this feels good. This looks right. This sounds good. And it like, it, it works because it was like um, just a fun two friends collaborating, making just, great great shit but like yeah closer to now we're like very thoughtful about how or what we want to talk about like literally yesterday jade came over uh or i guess it was two days ago we had a meeting and we were talking about like what do we want to talk about in this song like what kind of context 
is important here. It's, it's just, I guess, the more you do it, the more it becomes like the way you do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you gonna say something? No, no, I just, you weren't muted and there was just silence for a minute and I was like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking, my brain was just going. Um, yeah, because you're right. The end of Wild Echoes was very, we're like, okay, come on, let's, let's do, you know, we've got, we've got this many songs. We've got ideas and concepts floating around for a couple others. And we were like, well, let's just put them together. And um, it became, yeah, it became a little more intentional. But with that said, like the sort of air of creativity, like the way that we create, the way that we create is, um, it's very much, it's very much led by like how things feel very much so like when um <laughs> which is kind of cool since being um signed to a record label like now we have deadlines which is good for me um <laughs> like okay we got to get this done by here and then but other times when we haven't had deadlines the music that we create is a lot more like really just leaning into the feel of it which is sort of sort of how it felt too with um working with these jazz musicians the other day from the mutual musicians foundation it was it was it was very nice. We spent like three days just sort of hammering out, okay, well, this song kind of sounds like this. You want, you know, it, was, it was a really wonderful um, opportunity to work with other people. Because Xavier and I, we're like in the groove all the time. We're like consistently, we work really well together. And so it was nice to collaborate with other musicians. Yeah, I listened to an interview you two did with Independent Music News and, and Jade, you were talking about reading uh, during the pandemic and you said when you're around words you write more words and I have to imagine if as a musician if you're around musicians you hear more sounds that's a really yeah that's a really good way to put that you guys mentioned kind of getting into a, a groove uh, together to, to write songs um, do like kind of each of you bring like an idea to the other and start kind of like exploring it is it like what's what's kind of like a, an individual songwriting process like for the two of you Varied every for every single song. Uh, sometimes Jade has a line or a couple lines or an entire couple of pages worth of a song, um, and or sometimes I have like a beat or just a measure of a beat or just like one sample. I'm like, we should make a song with this. Um, or sometimes we both have whole like ideas and we bring them together. Uh, there was definitely a time where uh, I was in my car writing lyrics. And Jade was, I think, in their car as well. We were both heading to rehearsal. And uh, we got to my apartment. This was like years ago when we were writing negative zero. zero. This is negative zero. Uh, we got to my apartment. I had a ver I had a, two verses. Jade had two verses, a hook and a court and a bridge. And uh, we just played the instrumental and did it in a, just like a random order. And it worked out. Um, and it just so happened that while we were both brainstorming separately, we brainstormed the same context. So the song sounds like it was one, like one piece written by both of us uh, fit together though, but we were actually like not together when we wrote that song, but or at least we wrote our parts. <laughs> so it was like the world brain wrote it. <laughs> That's how a lot of our stuff feels anymore. It's just like, um, like, wow, okay, that was obviously the vibe because <laughs> we just sort of like rode that wavelength long enough to be like, okay, we have like two songs out of this. How did this happen? 
that's really that's very much how it is because like it starts very very small um one of us yeah like Xavier said you know we just we just one of us has the flame and the other is like gasoline to it and before you know it you burn the whole house down <laughs> there are def there have definitely been a, a couple of times uh more than a couple like a, like several handfuls of times where we sat down together and started like wrote a song from like beginning to finish even in production jade was there uh even in writing i was there like we were both there for the whole song um a lot of those songs i think were the ones that are usually talking about like the political climate um those are the ones i think that were almost always sitting together and except for negative zero negative zero was the only outlier now that i think about it well even, oh, no, I wrote yeah, several tours even, when i was in colorado sorry no worries i was, I was just even, <laughs> no worries even negative zero or not negative zero i'm sorry vampire blues which is like a really old song you can find it on soundcloud somewhere or Bandcamp or something um even that is about like i don't know it's kind of political it's kind of like uh it's about someone setting boundaries with someone who's like a total emotional vampire. Like, please, if you're going to take me on a date, you know, be nice <laughs> and like, listen to me and stuff like that. So even then that was, and that was the first song that we wrote start to finish in one day. Um, Cause it was the second song we ever wrote. Yeah. Jade, you just mentioned that, you know, that emotional vampire vampirism is also political in some way. Uh, I mean, obviously the, the current climate suggests that, you know, you're very much on point with that. Um, but did you write it based on like a specific person or just that, like that vibe of like society sometimes acting like emotional vampires? It was definitely a little bit of personal experience. It was definitely a little bit of um, storytelling because it's very, it's very literally about going out with a vampire <laughs> and, uh, um, but not even about a specific person it was very much um shoot i don't know i've yeah yeah i've um amalgamation of an amalgamation of like your worst the worst parts of people you've met kind of sort of yeah that was basically it but it's yeah it's very political um i think insofar as like okay well, on a personal level we got to set boundaries on a on a societal level we have to acknowledge when something is like just totally draining us totally emptying our cups you know what i mean right and i mean the truism is the personal is political right that that's very much that's angela davis yeah things that jade says all the time I think, and the, the other thing that the personal is, is universal, right? Like if you write for everyone, you're writing for no one. But if you write for a specific person or you write telling your story, it's more likely to resonate. And you two both write from a very personal place. Like Xavier, I'm thinking of Catharsis. That's your story. But I feel like in, in reading some stuff online, it's resonated with people because of how like honest and, and like personal that is. Is that a question? I, don't know I guess. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> maybe the question is like, do you purposefully like write personally in the hopes that then it's like going to speak to someone or is it writing personally because it's like, this is my experience and it's the only thing that I own and can truly kind of capture honestly. As a, as a writer it really depends on at least for the like for the verses and lines that i've written in songs 
Um, it really depends on the song. For Catharsis specifically, I like woke up one morning really upset and I, that one was like, this is how I feel and this is gonna go on a, on a track if Jade is you know, trying to like help me with the song. Uh, but then there are other songs where like, they have elements of my personal experience, but I, I definitely frame them um, not about me and more about like what's happening in the song. Um, but I, I would think that, yeah, it, it varies from song to song and from like line to line, like literally. <laughs> Um, yeah, with that said, the, first of all, I remember the day, it was like, because we, we always practice on Sundays, and I feel like it was Sunday that morning, you wrote all that, because you hit me up before I came over for practice, and, and you were like, I gotta make, or you said, I don't know, it was something very ominous, you were like, you were like, do you want to, do you want to go ahead and write about, like, problematic parental figures? You were like, because I already got a song. And I was like, oh, okay. So what was funny is I wrote this whole, I mean, I wrote a whole, I wrote a lot. Xavier gave me like five hours between the text or call and between like me actually getting there to band practice. And we had like two songs together, but I hadn't heard what Xavier had written yet. And I sat down in that chair and I said, okay, you know, lay it on me. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. And I was just sitting there like, oh, this ain't got, this, what I wrote has nothing on this. <laughs> I was yeah, like, no, I we're going, with, we, we, we're going with that right there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, from there, I mean, we just, you know, got the hook going and it was, it was, it was fire. But um, a lot of our music, I feel like it's genuinely like intentionally therapeutic. And that, um, for me, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I've had, oh, it's Wendy, sorry. The fact that I have had, like initially when the Black Creatures was sort of starting to do more shows and things like that, folks like um, like Ivy Roots, she was hosting very holistic music experiences. And like we had a few other people who were in our circle who, who were um, or introducing themselves to us and they were, they were very holistically musical. And so I think that set the tone for me as far as like, when we write, it's straight up therapy, it's straight up therapeutic. And so also the goal is, you know, like you said, um, to write in a way that it's not for everyone. It's not like, you know, um, straight up top 40s pop, but it's, uh, it's about very specific experiences, particularly difficult ones. Um, Cause I think it's really important to also be able to like dance to a techno beat while you're like mourning a loved one, you know, <laughs> like passing, you know what I mean? Like, um, that's a random example, but yeah. I feel like it's a very specific <laughs> example rather than random. I mean, there's a really <laughs> extreme version of what we do, I guess, if you really think about it. Cause like, for, I definitely recognize, like I know what you're talking about, James, and I feel, like, I feel like six years ago, I kept saying something like that, where I'm like, okay, Jade, you know, like, I'm thinking we should do the thing where we like make people have like recognize the negative experience that you're that you're writing about. I think we should wrap it up in this like recognizable form of music uh, and in the way that people go that they're not listening to the words. They're like, oh yeah, this is just a bop, and then they're listening to the words and they're like, this is the like most emo shit I have ever heard. <laughs> well, you guys are from the Midwest, so exactly. First of all, thank you. Put some respect on the Midwest emo 
um, subculture because that's what, I mean, that's a big reason why we're here. <laughs> we have a whole show dedicated to that at our station. It's called Stop. the Pity Party. I swear to God. I love it. I love it so much. Oh, that's amazing. Pity Party. I'm dead. But I told on myself because now the truth is I got to go ahead and listen. <laughs> oh, I no cap. I got to go ahead and listen now. You, you sold it. I'm there. I'm going to be tuned in. When is it? Can you tell me? It's Fridays 1 to 3. Awesome. Thank you. I'm All listening. Right. Yep. It's, a, it's, it's in the schedule. No. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, it's back to the point of like, okay, we really did what we could, what we had. And what we had was a lot of like Midwest emo vibes and uh and the instruments that we had but no i mean the music that we make is very much so people can see themselves where in music they maybe haven't before uh xavier you mentioned you know writing a track that like if someone's just like listening to it, they're like this bops and they're not necessarily like paying attention to the lyrics wretched it goes is very much like that, right? And and Jade, you're wearing your Erica Badu hoodie right now. Uh, and I mean, like obviously and on and on. Yup. The like it's it's got like a Baduism vibe that if you're just kind of chilling to it, you're not paying attention to the fact that this is like about institutional racism. This is about the like prison industrial complex. This is about, you know, gentrification and all sorts of like social issues and social ills. Uh like, is this kind of like like how medicine is supposed to taste sweet so the kid doesn't notice they're, like, taking medicine? Yeah, I'd say, yeah. I, there's, it's <laughs> definitely, like, a lure. <laughs> uh, but there's also, I, there's also an aspect of, like, intention. So, like, sometimes I want to listen to music and I want to, like, feel a lot of spots coming at me. Uh, and so, like, I have to listen to a specific set of artists because they're like, I make my music in this way. And then sometimes I just don't, I want to turn my brain off and just like let the sounds happen and just go through my ear and come out the other. Uh, so I have to listen to a different set of artists, a different set of musicians. And I'm like, why, why I shouldn't have to split it up. Honestly, if I wanted to turn my brain off, I can listen, I can listen to the Black Creatures. If I wanted to like pay attention and like think a whole lot, I can also listen to the Black Creatures. Like, I don't, I, I guess if I, I'm saying like, I would like listeners to be able to listen to us regardless of what they're trying to do with their day. The album's called Wild Echoes. And I'm always curious about like titles and how people land on, you know, this being like emblematic of what the work is. Um, a, like, I mean, there's obviously a track called Echoes, but A, that you've decided it's Wild Echoes for the record. Um, but B, like kind of what Echoes represent. Like, is this, you know, a lot of like uh, discussion around like lineages that like we are echoes of our ancestors. And I, I wondered if that like factored in at any point in terms of naming things, or is this like, all I have is my voice and hopefully it echoes. That's beautiful. That's a good you way to look at it. I was just thinking that shit. I was like, why did I, I didn't think of that last bit at all. <laughs> Xavier, you you and me were obviously slacking. Now, no, I mean I think a big reason that we um that we came up with Wild Echoes as the title because we had that we knew we knew that's what the album had to be called before we even had all the songs. 
And so a big reason we picked it was because it was one of those things. It's like, it's almost like, not like it's a Baduism, but like those neo-soul artists, they write about things that like, oh, that could have meant a million different things. And so very much in the same way, this notion of wild echoes was sort of circling around, circling around for both of us, like in, in everyday random situations, um, we were recognizing like, oh, wow, you know, particularly too, because um, so often, so often we have to check our own egos and uh, also yeah. being around people, you know, I, I don't know, there's just, there's so many different aspects to look at wild echoes from, but um, the first things I think of, like particularly on this morning, um, a reason, a good reason, you know, reason number 42 that we chose wild echoes is, um, you know, our egos are just sort of echoes of the ways in which we've been hurt, the ways in which we've been miseducated. Um, and so we really have to abandon that. <laughs> we really have to abandon our own egos to make meaningful connections, not only to the world around us and the people around us, but to ourselves. Um, and so in that way, like the echoes aspect of wild echoes is really important because I mean, for me, writing a lot of these songs, I, in everyday life, I'm, I'm having to sift through, okay, am I responding to this situation because of trauma or because of my ego? Or, um, you know, is this really, truly, genuinely who I want to be? And I feel like for a lot of people right now, too, because we're all sort of sheltered in place, we've got a lot of time to think about ourselves and who we are and where we want to go. So, um, yeah, I think that's maybe part of the reason that people are really sort of feeling the album right now and you i mean that's in part happenstance right i mean because like uh, i i heard that you wrote wretched like two years ago i mean it lands at an appropriate time and at like a significant time but that wasn't like some grand design on your part that like oh we're going to drop this single about this thing it was that we were writing what we were feeling and it just happens to to resonate like an echo Actually, we orchestrated the housing and economic crisis. Oh, oh my so God. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a stunt so that we could, so that we could make the album more, more palatable to people. Well, it's called PR, sad. Let's Michael. make the world on fire. You know? This is what get, happens when you get a label, huh? It's like... Yeah. Excellent PR yeah. for us. <laughs> it was so good. They were like, where do you want us to drill? Like, where do you... <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a cracking joke. I'm going to quit. It's okay. We're not fond of fracking here either. So, um, Before I let you go, I, I always get the artist to pick a track off the record. And since there's two of you, we'll play two tracks. We each can pick a track off the record. Uh, if you have a reason why you're picking that song or an anecdote about it, I'd love to hear that. Because Xavier, I don't want to pick the same one as you. Right? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the, the Fallen Winter. Oh, thank God. Okay. Because I want to say, well, you say why. Say why first. Okay, I'm picking the fall and winter because it's got both of us, both of our voices in it. But also, it like it's it's so much more than just one song, and that you get two sounds within that same track. Like there's that soft, airy piano beginning pad part, and then there's like the do 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 especially in that last, uh, that last hook. And it's nice. indicative of your, uh, like, video game composition kind of vibe, right? Like, that there's kind of that soundscape thing. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. 
speaking of ego, you just boosted Xavier's. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, but okay. So I want to pick the gray rainbird because it is, you see, it's very transformational, uh, evolutionary healing bop. Um, it's also, I got to, I got to hit some high notes in it and I like that. Um, but it's oh, it's just so, ooh, ooh. I can't, I can't beatbox like you just did or whatever, but um, it's like that. It's like a, a cooler version of what I just did with my mouth. Um. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, we'll play both of those. And then if people want to hear the rest of it, they can go to Bandcamp. They can go to SoundCloud, Facebook. Uh, you guys have uh, a YouTube page where you're doing Thirsty Thursdays and some other things, uh, all under the Black Creatures, because like you said, you're the, the only one with those three words in succession. So, uh, Xavier, Jade, thanks very much for taking some time to talk, and, and congratulations on the record. Thank you so much.
down, my chin is up I'm brushing off all of the dust I'm reaching out to the open sky I'm reaching in to see what I find My walls are down, my chin is up I'm shaking off all of the rust
just words Since you've been paid mm-hmm. 
the final word out of axis is born of your paper and acrobatics the battle axis at your back gets you can't see the paper it's a cataract you want to get your ribs up and cut basses and that faxes fatter backflips flabbergasted and got an axis instead of leaving your hat with a rack sits jacket for hits louder hat steps matter for shit net a catfish padded mattress quite a racket rather practice sad the cat trips tagging that tips fatter that snake wax of fat hips taking the xanax yeah her tactics and the xanax she could get love it when we're relaxing i hope you have some brighter days in your life before you go mm-hmm. and i hope you get things right away it's been too long since you've been paid Mm-hmm. Who can forget playing hopscotch on ghetto blocks Wanting to have a drop top to roll on Crenshaw They killed K-Day but not all was lost FF rep the J's, we was Harvard Park Pulled up to the good life parking lot And all my niggas signed deals when it popped But we indie now, keep the business in Cali now Yeah homie, same town that we rally round And it's by design, planets have a line Not the typical MC, feel the level of difficulty Dealing with this cutthroat malevolent industry More devils in infamy My bro separate him from me Never love infinitely Intense to the nth degree Wish my niggas well Good health, no injury No worry money Steph Curry money From being broke and hungry To Oprah money I hope you have some brighter days In your life Before you go mm-hmm. And I hope you get things right away Been too long since you've been paid. Mm-hmm. 